Hello, and welcome to The Zip Code Plays, a collection of original audio plays brought to you by Antius Theatre Company. Before we begin, we want to respectfully acknowledge the Gabrielino Tongva peoples who have stewarded this land throughout the generations. I'm company member Ramon Diocampo, and I'm your host for this journey across the vibrant and diverse neighborhoods that make up Los Angeles. Now, you may be wondering how a classical theater company made up of actors who've come together over their love of Shakespeare and Chekhov and the Greeks comes to have a playwright's lab of actual living playwrights. But here in Los Angeles, where we're based, we're lucky to be surrounded by these wonderful and amazingly alive writers. And several years ago, we began getting together with them. Once a week, different writers bring in pages of projects they're working on, and our company of actors read the scenes out loud. Essentially, a weekly workshop of new plays. And then every year, we host a program called Lab Results, where six plays from the lab are rehearsed and read for the public. And so far, two of these plays have received full productions on our stage, which we're pretty proud of. We like to say we're looking for the next new American classic. In this episode, we find ourselves deep in the San Fernando Valley. In an auto junkyard. This is 91352, Sun Valley. Salvage, by Steve Serpass. William? Yeah, from the center. I'm Martha. I'm your volunteer. They say you need to help outside your home, but this is a junkyard full of cars. We only need to find one. It's a 1998 Subaru Impreza WRX Street Racer Metallic Blue. Boxer engine intact. Landed here yesterday, row 36, station 4. It's towards the back of the lot. We need to remove the knock sensor before anyone else gets it. I don't know car stuff. Yeah, I do, but I need a pair of eyes. I've got retinitis pigmentosa. Bad tunnel vision, very hazy. I've got macular degeneration, but I can see a lot, like 60%. Great. They sent me a blind volunteer. I'm not blind. I told them what I needed. You should have complete vision. Didn't say that on my application. Ah, it's a mix-up. This has to happen today. I need to get back on the road. I need to be driving by next week. You drive? Here, carry this. Whoa. You're going to walk me back there behind all these cars, and you're going to use that socket wrench in there to pull a part off of an old wrecked Subaru. Then we're going to fix my car tomorrow and go for a ride. I don't think they'll let me. The guidelines? The knock sensor will be gone after today. Even if I get it, I only have four weeks to use it. What happens in four weeks? My driver's license expires. See? Don't hold it so close. Okay, there. Marty K. Johnson, Class C. Wait, wait, Marty? Uh, no one calls me that anymore. <laughs> I 
I didn't recognize you. It's me, Bill Cole. Little Billy. Somebody loves me. I wonder who. I wonder who she can be. Remember? <laughs> of course I do. Unbelievable. I, I didn't recognize you at first. I lost my vision five years ago, long after I was a volunteer for the blind. Now I'm a student. Hey, it's all good. It's me. It's Billy. <laughs> Give me a hug. Uh, how about we not? All right. All right. Um, good to see you all the same. So many good times back then. How you doing? Uh, fine. I'm fine. What's up with you? Uh, everything's great. I can get around better than ever. I'm playing the drums. I, I play out for gigs. And I started to volunteer and teach music like you did at the center where you taught me. Good for you. How long did you volunteer there? I can't remember. Well, it was 25 years ago. <laughs> you put up with me. I was an angry kid. Look, can you see well enough to take me back there and look at this car? Crazy we haven't seen each other. I tried getting your info, but they don't give it out. Mm, privacy reasons. I emailed you a few times. Can we get going a little walking and talking? <laughs> of course. <sighs> Two blind folks <laughs> out to fix a car. <laughs> yeah, if we find what I'm looking for. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> wow, this place, one humongous hunk of metal. Oh, the light is too big out here. The sun this morning. I didn't think it would be this harsh. Irritating. Your glasses don't help? The glare is too much. Here, here's my visor. No, you need that. Not as much as you. And I've got my glasses. Here. Thanks. You know, after class ended with you, I tried to go to college. I couldn't get in. Couldn't afford it. Mm, many can't. Went through a bad spell. Chip on my shoulder, drinking problem. Pissed that I was legally blind, so I tuned out all the time. Yeah, it doesn't sound like you. I heard your voice saying that to me inside. So, I sobered up. Got myself straight. Went back to orientation and mobility class and learned my shit. <laughs> I could go without a cane by the time I was 35. <laughs> and that's when I went to music school. One of the ones you told me about. That's great. Now I'm a session drummer. You know, commercials and stuff, everything. And that's when I decided to give back. Volunteer and teach class at the center. I even go and teach blind kids at their homes. Guitars, drums, sometimes singing. Barely. How much further do we have to go? Uh, ten more rows. You told me how to sing, but drums were my calling. Do you still sing and teach? I, um, got involved in other things. Things like? Uh, what do you think this land used to be? What, here? Yeah, Sun Valley. Uh, I played a jazz gig up here once at a private home. The guy owned a used car lot around the block from here. It's like a car town. Nice homes around here, too. So quiet here, all these dead cars. Hey, Marty. Don't call me that. Why is fixing this car at your home so important to you? I'm not going to drive it, I told you. It's a beautiful car. It just needs a little love. Huh. So when's the last time you sang? What row are we on? I have good news. We're here. <laughs> Oh, here she is. Ah, let's lift the hood. Ooh, can you feel her, this baby? 
A shame she's been cast aside, totaled. So many miles left on her, so much life left in her. It's purple, isn't it? Like a royal blue, I'd say. That's right, metallic blue. These wrecks you have to get here within 24 hours after they arrive or else they just get picked over. Let's take a look. Okay, engine, radiator, knock sensor. Should be right on top there. Can you see it? Uh, we might need to call someone. That's what you're here for. You're the volunteer. You have to be able to see. Most things, yeah, but this, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> the knock sensor tells the onboard computer if there's an engine knock. If it malfunctions the way mine does, it's likely to be causing the knocks, ruining your acceleration, causing misfires. And if you don't have the OEM part, it could make matters worse. OEM? Original equipment manufacturer. Not some cheap knockoff. That's why we're here for the original. Someone tell you this is where you need it. I used to do repairs when I could. Now I need help. Yeah, there it is, knock sensor. I can feel it. You'll probably need a 10 millimeter deep socket on there. You want me to unscrew it? Do we have to keep going over this? Listen, I want to help, but I can't hurt my hands. I'm a drummer. It's my livelihood. Should I call the center and just have them send someone else? Martha, no. It, it's me. <laughs> Come on. I'm here. Maybe I can find one of these guys out here to do it and pay them. Oh, they never want to help. Too complicated. It doesn't have to be. Fine, I don't care. But if I was any help to you long ago... I'll give it a shot. Right, let's see. Um, uh-huh. There you go. Just the turn of a screw. Oh. What happened? <laughs> too tight. Try again. All right. You okay? Gosh, the wrist slipped. I don't think it's coming off. Good grief, get me in there. Yeah, that's not a good idea. I wasn't looking for an opinion. Get me in there. Here, step in this tire. <clears throat> Give me the wrench and position it for me. Okay. Okay. The bolt is stripped. It's not coming off. Catch your breath. I want to drive my car again. Maybe not today. Oh, what do you know? We need to take a break and sit down. Where? Hey, I get it. You're angry. No, not about that. Losing your sight later in life? That's not it either. The anger can permeate you. It did with me. Oh, I know. Not my whole story. I know you like a glove. When I recognized you today, you got all tight-lipped. I didn't want to talk when I first saw you today. I didn't want you to see me like this. You were one of my prized students at the center. My prized student. How could I forget? First time I met you at your home for a lesson, you sat on the corner of the couch, head down. You didn't want to speak, much less sing. You needed a bowl of Pepperidge Farm goldfish to snack on at all times, like your life depended on it, like a security blanket. But you sat up straight for the lesson. You set up my den like a classroom. You moved chairs around like there were other people in class with me. And you adjusted the light. You made the light small in the room so I could see better. At first, it pissed me off. 
the chairs everywhere and the light adjusted, but I got into it. You lifted my spirits. Hmm. Years later, I would still go around placing the chairs where you did like a classroom, pretending you were there to help. <laughs> you took a nap in one of those chairs a few times right as we finished. I'd play music on a CD player to wake you up before I left. Oh, I remember crying one time. We both cried that one time to that yeah. Ella Fitzgerald album you brought in. It was one of the best moments of my life. I haven't seen you in 25 years, Marty. Certainly there were better moments. Access intimacy happens a lot when you're disabled. I tried reaching out a few times. Just to say hi, say thanks. You made me better. I'm better now. I uh, wish I could say the same. You will. Yeah, it's not about my vision. You've come this far, at the back of a junkyard with an old friend. But you're just... What? You're not. A friend? A student. Close, yes, but... Oh, this is so odd. Do you still trust me like I trust you? When you call me out about the past, I make myself vulnerable. I say, yeah, that all happened between us. I say you changed my life because you did. Easy to say 25 years later. You say it was one of the better moments you ever had, and now you're too shy to go further or deeper lest you think you're gonna get hurt. Like I almost did trying to pull this part for you. It's not actually about the car. You don't even want to drive it. Yes, I do. It doesn't make you happy. Oh, yes, it does. The joy I take from him every time I drive it. Someone gave it to you? In the divorce. After I lost my singing voice, it was hard to teach, hard to sing. That's when he started looking at me in a different way. And I looked at him in a different way. And then eventually, I could barely look at him at all. It was becoming hard to see, and that was one too many things to lose in front of him. I never thought it'd be this hard. I just thought I needed new glasses. Yeah, like most people. We split, his choice. I'm grateful now, but back then, ugh! I took everything I could from him, especially the car. The blasted macho street racer he kept from his youth. I wanted to take his youth after I gave him mine. Racing it around town as fast as I could was my best revenge. I made a hobby out of fixing it and learning it. You can learn how to put a whole car together on YouTube. Did you know that? I haven't driven it in a while. Needs too many repairs. You want me to try and pull this sensor thing off again? It's no use. I can come at it from the other side. My left eye is better. Billy. I really want you to have the opportunity to drive this one last time. Billy, give it a rest. Stop screaming at me. <clears throat> Somebody loves me. I wonder who. I wonder who it could be. Your song. You brought in that song. Lost your voice? What are you talking? Yeah, comes back in fits and starts. You're holding back. I don't know what I'm doing here. This is the Marty I know. You're like an old shoe. You're like a slipper. I've thought of you often. You're always the person I dream about. It's like, I don't know anyone else this way. Uh, me neither. Inexplicable. Can I kiss you? What? I, I'm, I'm, it just, it came up in the moment. I'm sorry. You're a big lug. Get out of here. 
We don't have time for that. That's not us. But you said, oh, shoo. Yes, but not like that. And not because you're not all that. You are for someone. But not me. My teacher. My student. A teacher. What do we do about the car? I'm gonna leave it here and I'll just, I'll walk myself out. Give me my cane. No, no. <laughs> we walk out together. I have to leave. Hey, don't, don't be offended. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I was forward with you. I, I felt comfortable with you in that moment and that's what I was feeling. I, I got it confused, I apologize. And you taught me the joy of teaching <laughs> and that's enormous. And you just taught me again how much I need to learn. Here we are in our 50s. Two blind people wanting to drive a car. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly blind. So much to learn. Hey, stay one more minute. What now? This car looks like a drum set to me, don't you think? <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Come on. Yeah, jump in here. You started all this. <laughs> For every boy who passes me, I shout, hey, maybe you were meant to be my loving baby. Somebody loves me. I wonder who. Maybe it's a possibility. Maybe it's not unbelievable. Maybe could be perhaps it's you. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that was 91352, Sun Valley Salvage. Written by Steve Serpass. Directed by Julia Fletcher. Starring Gigi Birmingham as Martha and John Chafin as Billy. Our audio producer, sound designer, and Foley artist is the fabulous Jeff Gardner. Ellen Mandel creates our original music, and our sound editing is by Adam Macias. The Zip Code Plays are sponsored in part by the Michael J. Connell Foundation. Antius Theatre Company is an actor-driven ensemble that explores timely and timeless work grounded in our passion for the classics. We believe in the transformative power of live theatre. Bill Brocktrip and Kitty Swink are our artistic directors. Anna Rose Halloran is our executive director. Emily Chase is lab director. Dramaturgy by Ryan McCree. Nicole Samsel is our ride-or-die operations manager. Additional production support by Jade Mujayas, who did amazing work and put plenty of miles on her car delivering equipment to our socially distanced actors. Thank you, Jade. For more information about the Zip Code Plays or to support Antius, please visit our website at zipcodeplays.info. If you enjoyed this production, leave us a rating or review. It really helps new listeners find us. Next up, we finish this first edition of the Zip Code Plays in 90012, downtown Los Angeles, with a magical tale of repentance, acceptance, and grace, high above the city of angels. I'm sure I know who you are. Really? Madam Shortridge Fultz, I presume. Uh, uh, Clara, a pleasure. But how did you... You're here, on the court steps, in very fashionable turn-of-the-century dress. Thank you. Law book in hand, first female lawyer of the West, 
champion of the underdog. I'm Ramon Diocampo. On behalf of all of us at Antius, thank you for listening. <laughs>